Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coffee Break German Season 3, Episode 16. Hallo und herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Ich bin Marc. Und ich bin Andrea. Wie geht's dir heute? Mir geht es sehr gut, Marc. Und dir? Ja, mir geht's auch sehr gut. What do we have in store for today's lesson, Andrea? So today we're looking at something that we would call in German temporale Präpositionen. Temporal prepositions? Yes, I think okay, that's, let's a, go with that. that's good, yeah. <laughs> And um, so these are prepositions that give us an indication of when something is happening. So maybe at the same time or after or before. Right. So at the same time, after, before. I guess in in English, we we think about these as prepositions. Perhaps they're linked to time. So yeah, that all seems to make sense. And I'm sure we've probably come across some of these before. We've just not really got into the, the details of them. Yes, indeed. We've seen them many times in other episodes, in texts, in examples, etc. Well, it sounds good. Let's get on with the show. Los geht's! So, Mark, are you ready for the first preposition? Bring it on. So, our first preposition, and you will have seen it or heard it before or even used it before, it's sight. Oh, um, we saw it in the previous episode, didn't we? Yes, but in the previous episode, sight was used as a connector, so connecting clauses. Mm -hmm. And today we're looking at sight as a preposition. And a preposition is something that comes before a noun. Okay, and it gives us more information about where or how that noun happens. Yes, yeah. yes, that's correct. Let's look at an example then. So I'm going to give you an example of it, Zeit as a preposition, and it is, um, Seit zwei Jahren höre ich regelmäßig Coffee Break German. Well, I'm very pleased to hear that. Um, <laughs> seit zwei Jahren, so f like since two years ago, for two years, höre ich regelmäßig um, I have been listening regularly ja. uh, to Coffee Break German. Yeah, ja, genau. Sehr gut. Super. Uh, or another example would be Felix und Achim kennen sich seit 1995. Right, so Felix and Achim knew each other since 19... What did you say? 1995. Ja, genau. So, would you like to see how this compares to sight as a connector? Yeah, so in, in those cases, we're seeing that as a preposition since uh, such and such of time or, or whatever. So, yeah, like, let's look at that as a connector then. Seit ich regelmäßig Coffee Break German höre, ist mein Deutsch viel besser geworden. Could you say that again? Seit ich regelmäßig Coffee Break German höre, ist mein Deutsch viel besser geworden. Right. Okay, so there you're saying, since you have been listening regularly to Coffee Break German, your German has improved a lot. Yes, exactly. So in this sentence, 
Zeit starts a subordinate clause mm-hmm. and uh, with höre at the end, yeah, and then after the comma, it moves on to the main clause. Whereas in our first examples, we have seit zwei Jahren höre ich regelmäßig Coffee Break German. We have the zwei Jahren, which is our noun, mm-hmm. yeah, and all this is just one main clause. Seit zwei Jahren höre, so verb in second position, mm-hmm. ich regelmäßig Coffee Break German. So seit zwei Jahren takes up the first uh, position, Yes. okay, if yeah. you were wondering, mm-hmm. because it gives an indication of time. It's an adverbial um, construction. Okay, so just so that I get this sorted in my head, um, when you first started saying, seit ich regelmäßig Coffee Break German höre, I started to wonder, is this since, like, because I listen to Coffee Break German, but it's not. It's it's it's, it's still got a temporal element. Hasn't Absolutely. It? Okay, yes. so that that's good to know. So it would be since the time when I started yeah. something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me just double check. We've got this. When we're using Zeit as a connector, we're following it with a subordinate clause. It's part of that subordinate clause. Basically. Yes, exactly. So Zeit starts the subordinate clause, and the conjugated verb is at the end of the clause. But when it's used as a preposition, then it's coming straight before the number or the time or the the, 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 the period of time. That's right, yes. And it's a main clause itself. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right, I think I get that. So one of the interesting things I, I see about this construction where we're using Zeit as a temporal preposition is that we're using a present tense. So, seit zwei Jahren höre ich regelmäßig Coffee Break German. I've, I have been listening for two years. So, in English, we put that into the perfect tense, the, the present perfect tense, and use a kind of past element. I have been listening for two years, even though I'm continuing to listen. Genau, ja, das ist richtig. For those of you who have learned other languages, perhaps French, we use depuis, Italian, we use da, uh, Spanish, we use desde, and, or, well, in Spanish we can do other things, but we're not doing coffee break Spanish at the moment. Um, but the, the, very often we're using a present tense in the language, um, certainly in those languages. Yes. And the other thing that I would like to point out is that we use sight with a dative. Yes, and I have an example for you. Uh, that will make this very, very visible. Seit seinem 50. Geburtstag trägt Max nur noch Turnschuhe. <laughs> Max oder Mark? <laughs> <laughs> so, seit seinem 50. 50. Geburtstag, since his 50th birthday, trägt Max nur noch Turnschuhe. He only wears trainers. Genau, and we can see it here, seit seinem... Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is clearly a dative, yeah, and we use seit with a dative here when we indicate uh, these times. So if I were to say since the year 2010, yeah. um, it's das Jahr normally, so I would say seit dem Jahr uh, 2010. Genau, das ist richtig, gut. ja. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sehr gut. So you ready for the next preposition? Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, so we have up. Uh, and I think the easiest way to explain what this means is with an example. Ab 17 Uhr kostet das Brot nur noch die Hälfte. Ah, okay. So ab can mean from. Mm-hmm. So here we're seeing from uh, 1700 hours or 5 p.m. 
onwards mhm. kostet das Brot nur noch die Hälfte, Hälfte, you said? Ja. So the bread only costs half of what it used to cost. Ja. So there's a reduction in genau. the, the bread. Okay. Genau, super. I have another example. Man kann erst ab 10 Euro mit der Karte bezahlen. Okay, so from 10 euros and upwards thereof, uh, you can pay by card. Ja. So if something is cheaper than 10 euros, you have to pay by cash. Genau, das ist richtig. Okay. Ja. So does app take the dative as well? Ja, genau. And I can show you this in a sentence. So we give directions here. Gehen Sie geradeaus und ab der Röntgenstraße ist es nicht mehr weit. So go straight on and from the uh, Röntgenstraße, you said? Yes. So from the Röntgenstraße onwards, ja. it's not far anymore. So when you get to Röntgenstraße, you're already almost there. Genau. The Röntgenstraße exists in many towns. Ah, okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, Mr. Röntgen, uh, uh, he um, in, invented X-rays. Ah, yeah? okay. And that's why the verb to have an X-ray is Röntgen. Ich muss mein Bein röntgen, röntgen. lassen. Wow, ja? okay, that's news to me. Excellent. Um, so, ab der Röntgenstraße, uh, der is normally die Straße, so that's why we're seeing der, the data form there. Genau, das ist richtig. Sehr gut, super. So, let's move on uh, to the next preposition. And we have quite a straightforward one. And it is von, and then something comes inside, and then bis. Yeah? So that's like from something to something else. Genau, das ist richtig. And I'll give you an example. Die Turnstunde ist von 15 Uhr bis 16 Uhr. Um, Turnstunde is a sports lesson, yeah? Yes. So the sports lesson is from 1500 hours to 1600 hours or 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Genau, das ist richtig. That one seems straightforward enough. Genau, ja, das denke ich auch. I think so too. Are we ready for the next one? Absolutely. Let's let's see it. And you and many of our listeners will have heard this one before, and it's während. Während, like kind of during or while. Yeah, ja, genau. So we've seen während before as a connector, yeah, mm -hmm. connecting a main clause and a subordinate clause. Uh, I'll give you an example just to refresh your memory. Okay. Während Daniela ihren Tee trank, las Peter. Oh, we've got some nice uh, preteritums in there. Um, so, während Daniela ihnen Tee trank, um, while Daniela drank her tea or was drinking her tea, uh, las Peter. So, that's from lesen to read. Uh, so, Peter was reading. Genau, das ist richtig. Sehr gut. So, now we can look at während as a preposition. And maybe, Mark, you can spot the case that während takes. I'll have a listen. <laughs> Während des letzten Jahres habe ich bei der Arbeit viel gelernt. Kannst du wiederholen, bitte? Während des letzten Jahres habe ich bei der Arbeit viel gelernt. Right, I heard während des letzten Jahres. That's a genitive. Genau, das ist richtig. Sehr gut, super. So during the last year, while the last year was taking place, genau. habe ich bei der Arbeit viel gelernt. I have learned a lot at work. Genau, das ist richtig. Sehr gut. Bravo. Okay, super. So, let's move on to the next one. And it's an. Ja, yeah? and an 
We've had this many, many times, but we've used it as a Wechselpräposition, so a preposition that can go either with a dative or an accusative. So, for example, um, das Bild hängt an der Wand. Yeah, so the, the picture is hanging on the wall. Genau, das ist ein dative. Oder ich hänge das Bild an die Wand. So that's when you're hanging the picture on the wall and that's the accusative, when there's movement, change of place involved with that picture. Genau, das ist richtig. But when we discuss time, for example, days of the week or dates, then we use it with a dative. Okay, and it doesn't really matter what verb is to follow. So this is like saying like on Sundays or something like that. That's correct, yeah. And I'll give you a, an example. Am Sonntag geht die Familie Schmidt wandern. Right, so am there, although we're talking about an, an plus dem becomes am. So am is the same thing in a sense. We're, we're still talking about the, the preposition an. So am Sonntag geht die Familie Schmidt wandern. Um, on Sundays, uh, the, the Schmidt family go hiking. Genau, das ist richtig. And just to double check, am Sonntag is that on Sunday coming or is it on Sundays in general? Ah, so here you have maybe a few regional differences. For me as a Swiss and maybe for people in the south of Germany, am Sonntag can be both. Okay. But if you go a bit more north, they would then, if it's a regular thing, they would say Sonntags. Yeah. And, and if you say Sonntags, you don't say am. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So Sonntags. Geht die Familie Schmidt wandern. That means every Sunday they go walking, yes. they go hiking. Good. Yes, that's correct. So we have three more of these prepositions. Okay. And our next one is nach, and nach in the sense of after. Yeah, okay. So um, we, we've seen nach, like for saying where we're going, um, ich gehe nach Berlin. Das ist richtig, ja? Yeah. But when we use nach to speak about time, um, then we use also a dative, yeah. Um, and I'll give you a little example. Nach dem Turnunterricht gehen alle Schüler nach Hause. I'm obsessed in this episode with sports. With sports lessons, yes. <laughs> lessons. <laughs> so nach dem Turnunterricht, after the, the sports class, the PE class, uh, gehen alle Schüler nach Hause, um, uh, all the pupils go home. But it's nach dem, so we're looking at a dative. Genau, das ist richtig. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I, I think that's what I would expect. Thinking of nach, I would thinking nach dem. You've seen that a thousand times. Genau. Um, so that that's good that we're we're seeing it now and we kind of realize why. Genau, das ist richtig. Super. And then uh, we'll see our next preposition, which is in, and you might recognize this again as a Wechselpräposition that has. Both dative or accusative, depending on the verb. Uh, I, I'm just thinking about you dancing into the hall or dancing in the Absolutely, hall. Absolutely, yeah. So, <laughs> ich tanze in, die, in den Saal. Ich tanze in den Saal. Oder ich tanze im Saal. So, what happens when we're looking at time? So, when we look at time, we're using a dative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I give you an example. In einem Monat wird Philipp in München studieren. So in a month's time, in a month, Philipp uh, wird Philipp in München studieren. Philipp will be studying in Munich. Genau, das ist richtig. Okay, so that's straightforward. Very straightforward. And then we have our last one, 
which is again two parts with something in between. And it is zwischen something und something else. So between something and something else, yeah? Mm -hmm. And we're using this with a dative. Zwischen dem ersten und dem zweiten Akt gibt es Getränke an der Theaterbar. That sounds nice. Mm -hmm. uh, zwischen dem ersten und dem zweiten Akt, so between the first and second act, or acts, I suppose we would say in English, um, gibt es Getränke an der Theaterbar, so there are drinks available at the, the theater bar. Genau. Okay. Uh, and we could use this also with time, for example. Hans kommt zwischen 18 Uhr und 19 Uhr vorbei. So Hans is coming, coming over between uh, six and seven o'clock. Genau, das ist richtig. Sehr gut, bravo, well done. Okay, can we just go through all of our prepositions here and uh, double-check that I've understood everything and in, in particular looking at these cases, yeah? Sure. So, Zeit, first of all, was with, uh, uh, it was with when it's used as the main clause. So, Zeit zwei Jahren and so on. Genau, das ist richtig. And there, remind me about We're the case. We're using a dative. A dative case there. So, we uh, make this visible. Seit dem ersten Jahr. Yeah, so from the first year, or seit seinem 50. Genau, Geburtstag, das ist as we richtig, said. Yeah? We then had ab. So, um, ab 10 euro mit der Karte and so on. We were from 10 euros onwards. Um, and uh, we also saw that with the dative. So, from the street ab der Straße. Genau, das ist richtig, ja. Yeah? We then saw von and bis. Yes, also with the dative. Mm -hmm, so, from until. We then had während, and this is the, the difficult one because it's, it, it takes the genitive, if I remember rightly. Yes, that's correct. Although I need to point out that a lot of native speakers get a bit, um, they don't like the genitive so much because it's a bit more hard work. Okay. So, for example, when I speak dialect, I don't use a genitive. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, but, but don't, don't spoil the, the no, illusion no. here. <laughs> so I, I think it's good to use a genitive, mm -hmm. okay? But I just want to make everybody aware that maybe they will hear it with the dative occasionally. Okay. So then we had an, which when used as a, a, a preposition of time, then we're going to use it with the dative. That's correct, yes. Nach, also with the dative for after. Mm -hmm. In, meaning... In, and uh, uh, that's going to again be the dative, and we're not going to be talking about into here because it's, we're talking about time. It's time, so in five minutes, yeah? Mm -hmm. And then finally, zwischen und, so between something and something else. That's correct, also with the dative. So it's quite straightforward. They normally go with the dative, except während. Um, it's really nice to use a genitive. It it will mark you out as quite a competent speaker. Competent speaker. Okay, well, let's just process all of this. We'll take a short break and we'll be back in just a moment. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break German Season 3, we're also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your German. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode where Andrea will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the topic of each lesson. And of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakgerman.com and follow the links for Season 3 there.
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, Andrea, it's time to hear all of these uh, temporal prepositions in a dialogue. Can you tell us a little bit about this dialogue? Yes, so we have someone going to a, a job interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's Mr. Kühne, Herr Kühne, and he's meeting uh, Dr. Hoffman, and they discuss his CV and what happened when, etc., etc. So we'll, we'll see plenty of these prepositions in action. Sounds great. Let's have a listen now. Herr Kühne? Ja, bitte. Frau Dr. Hofmann erwartet Sie in Ihrem Büro. Sie dürfen eintreten. Herr Kühne, nett Sie kennenzulernen. Nehmen Sie doch bitte hier Platz. Vielen Dank. So, Herr Kühne, dann schauen wir doch mal kurz Ihren Lebenslauf an. Hier steht, dass Sie nach dem Abi ein Jahr ins Ausland gegangen sind. Nach Italien. Während der Zeit dort haben Sie sicher gut Italienisch gelernt. Ja, genau. Ich habe dort in einem Café gearbeitet. Erst wollte ich nur von September bis Dezember dort bleiben. In der Zeit habe ich aber meine Freundin kennengelernt und bin dann geblieben, bis sie ihr Studium im Sommer abgeschlossen hat. Also, natürlich bin ich zwischen Weihnachten und Neujahr ein paar Tage zu meinen Eltern. Ah ja, das ist ja ganz interessant. Und dann haben Sie von 2017 bis 2020 Ihre Ausbildung in München gemacht? Ja, genau. Und was ist mit der Freundin? Die arbeitet seit zwei Jahren in München. Ach, das ist ja schön. Wunderbar. Also dann reden wir mal über die Arbeit hier. Die Stelle, für die Sie sich bewerben, ist ab sofort offen. Das bedeutet, Sie könnten am Montag schon beginnen. Ja, das wäre toll. Wie lange ist denn die Probezeit? Die Probezeit geht drei Monate. Also, wenn Sie am Montag beginnen... Dann wäre sie im November beendet. Genauer gesagt wäre das dann am 27. November. Ab dann können wir Ihnen dann auch Zugriff auf diverse Mitarbeiterweiterbildungsmöglichkeiten geben. Das hört sich toll an. Nur noch eine Sache. Ich habe einen Urlaub gebucht vom 3. bis 10. September. Ich weiß, dass das noch in der Probezeit ist und frage mich, ob ich den Urlaub absagen sollte. Nein, das ist nicht nötig. Wir tragen die Daten in den Kalender ein. Schauen wir uns doch mal. And we'll leave it there. That's where the, the conversation will fade out because we're going to be talking about this conversation in greater detail in our bonus episode. But for now, Andrea, um, let's have a quick summary of what this was all about. There's one elephant in the room that we'll come to, I think. <laughs> so we have Mr. Kühne who meets Dr. Hofmann for a job interview and they look together at Mr. Kühne's CV. Yeah, that, I think Mr. Kühne has spent some time abroad. Yes, um, so after finishing high school, um, he went um, to Italy and Dr. Hofmann quite rightly assumes that he learned some Italian uh, during this time. Yeah. 
He worked in a in a cafe when he was there, and he also met his girlfriend, I believe. That's right. So uh, they met in Italy, and that's why Mr. Kunis stayed there until she finished her degree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Dr. Hoffman wants to confirm that between 2017 and 2020, he completed his professional education in Munich. Yeah, and then uh, Frau Dr. Kuhne asked what I felt was quite a personal question. Yes, I think this is culturally um, a bit odd, maybe if if you if you um, live or grow up outside the continent of Europe. Um, so Dr. Hoffman asks, "What happens? What has happened to the girlfriend? Where she now is?" Yeah, yeah? and uh, yeah, I guess maybe here this would be less acceptable. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's none of your business. What she's doing. I know, I know. <laughs> okay, so. Basically, she actually moved to Munich and she's been working there for, for two years. That's right. And Dr. Hoffman is quite delighted uh, <laughs> to hear this and now wants to speak about Mr. Kuhn's potential job. Mm -hmm. The job actually would be available immediately for, for Mr. Kuhn to start immediately on, on Monday coming. That's correct, yes. And uh, there will be a probation period, so eine Probezeit. Yep. Yeah. And it lasts three months until the 27th of November. And at that point, he'll be able to take uh, some um, some employment training opportunities. Yes, yes let's look at this. It's uh, our elephant in the room. <laughs> wonderful word. It's Mitarbeiter Weiterbildungsmöglichkeiten. So Mitarbeiter is like colleague. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's member of staff. Right, okay, okay. Weiter onwards, further. Yeah. Bildung. Is training? Education. Education, yeah. Möglichkeiten. So possibilities. Yes. So let me see if I can try this. Mitarbeiter Weiterbildungsmöglichkeiten. That's very good. Well done. What a fabulous word. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> so uh, Mr. Kuna has a, a question before they, they finish. That's right. So he uh, booked holidays from the 3rd to the 10th of September and wonders if he has to cancel um, these plans. But das ist nicht nötig. It's not necessary. Genau. So Dr. Hoffmann is very understanding here and says this is not necessary. Okay. So um, uh, the dates will go in the diary and Mr. Kuhn, by the sounds of things, has a new job. Yes. Wonderful. Okay, we're going to go through this in greater detail. We'll go through every sentence when we come back for our bonus episode. But for now, there just is time for noch eine Kleinigkeit. So today we're looking at something that is very, very important for us German speakers. And it is Zuerst die Arbeit, dann das Vergnügen. Vergnügen, what a wonderful word. Um, so Zuerst die Arbeit, first of all, the first point comes work. Aha. Uh -huh. um, dann das Vergnügen. Is Vergnügen like fun, enjoyment? Fun, yes. Zuerst die Arbeit, dann das Vergnügen. Wow. It's not that we put work first 
over our fun time, etc. But the idea is that you get the things you have to do out of the way mm-hmm. and then you have fun and you don't have to think about this. Yes, so it lets you enjoy your fun all the more if the Arbeit is finished. Genau, das ist richtig. That sounds good to me. Zuerst die Arbeit, dann das Vergnügen. Ausgezeichnet. Well, if you want a little bit Vergnügen with the, the, this uh, particular episode of Coffee Break German, then you can find our lesson notes, our bonus uh, audio, which is the, the, the explanation of the whole conversation, and our translation challenges and the video version of this lesson, all available on the Coffee Break Academy. Just head to coffeebreakacademy.com and you'll find it there. For now, vielen Dank, Andrea. Vielen Dank, Mark. Thanks to the whole team for putting this episode together and we'll see you again soon for another episode of Coffee Break German. Bis bald. Bis zum nächsten Mal. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.